0: The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. Let's pray. Father, let every ear be anointed to hear, every heart receptive to receive all that heaven has. We pray this now in Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. This is meeting number 15 of this week. Tonight will be number 16. Now, uh, somebody said, have you been here all the time? Yes, I have. And uh, tonight I'm going to get into what we started last night and which I felt we should have gone into earlier. But people at a different level, and so sometimes when you share some things, especially when it comes to nations and whatever it blows people's minds and you lose them because people are trying to, you know, just get a business started or whatever. But I want you to dream with me this week. Are you with me? So don't come here if you're not wanting to believe God to see big things, because I'm going to blow some people's minds here, yeah, okay? And we'll do that tonight. But I felt led of the Lord this morning to talk about how to walk in continued blessing. How to walk in continued blessing. Because how many have been blessed in times past, and then you went through times of struggle? And then you blessed again, and then you struggle again. It's like, it's like a hiccup. Who's ever had hiccups? All right. So it's not nice when you have it that way. And, um, but go with me to Psalm 1. Psalm 1, and I want to share some things with you. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law doth he meditate day and night. So this is something that's not once a week that we do. For many Christians, their meditating on the Lord is once a week, church. Church. The rest somebody said, well, I do pray. Your prayer is very limited. Listen, I've been around people. They say they're praying. They're not praying. They're talking the problem rather than praying. Are you with me? Or they're watching television. Come on, be, be honest now. Somebody says, please pray for Uncle Harry. He's having, and you send them praying hands. You, ain't, you didn't even stop. You didn't stop with your, everybody stop right now. They send me, I'm going to pray for Harry. Father, pray for Harry. They didn't do nothing. They said, we pray. They didn't pray. They didn't pray. People barely pray over their food in some instances. Rubber dub- dub, thanks for the grub. <laughs> Listen, we should pray over our food. Amen. Especially if you've eaten some of the places I've had to eat. When you don't even know what's being served, you pray. So this is something that should be done by night and by day. That means, somebody says, yeah, but I'm sleeping at night. But there are times when you're not sleeping. And so rather than lie and meditate in the problem, or what am I going to do? You start to meditate in the Word of God. And meditation means that you mutter to yourself. You talk to yourself, which people do all the time. Where did I leave those keys? I can't believe, I lost my keys again. These people always losing their car keys, always. They can never find their car keys. Where, where's my keys? They're losing their cell phones. I lost my phone. I lost my keys. They're always losing something. So, and, and then you talk to yourself. How stupid can you get? Now, so you're calling yourself stupid. But you wouldn't let anybody else walk up and say, you're just stupid. What? You say that one more time. But yet you call yourself stupid all the time. So if they call you stupid, just say you're confirmative That's confirmation. Thank you so much. I received that. Because yes, I am stupid. When you find out what people are meditating on, then you realize the condition that they're in is because of what's coming out of their mouth, it's what controls their thought life 24 hours a day. Are you with me? Especially when they're meditating on stuff that happened 20 years ago. 25 years ago. First time you, me- I should tell you what happened to me in 1974. Well, uh, This is 2023. They're locked in the past, and their mouth has locked them in the past. And when you're locked in the past, then you find other people that are locked in the past. You feed them, they feed you, and in the end, you do nothing. Your day is taken up with nothing, and you are so disempowered. You disempower everybody else. Are you with me? And you wonder. I don't know, wonder. I wonder why I'm never blessed. I just, I'm never blessed. i tell you, if there's only one person that's gonna, not going to get blessed this year, it's probably going to be me. I'll tell you what right now. If they're going to repossess anybody's card, it'll probably be mine. If anybody's going to get that COVID-19, it's going to be me. And they run, they run them out. And unfortunately, you had COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21, COVID-22, and COVID-23. There's some people I call, they have COVID five times a year and they're not even vexed. So, But anyway, that's another story. So, every time you call them it's, it's, it's from, they go from disaster to disaster. You're supposed to be going from glory unto glory. They're going from tragedy to tragedy. Every day there's a tragedy. If it's not the gold fish committed suicide, jumped out of the bowl, they found it lying on the kitchen floor. The dog committed suicide. I mean, hung himself in the backyard. But who would want to live around? Who, who wants to live around? The dog just says, I, I, I can't handle this. I'm ending my life. Somebody says, don't do it, Fluffy. Don't do it. I can't take it. I just can't take it. They blame me for everything. <laughs> I know this is probably nothing that should be said on a Sunday morning, but it is the truth. If you know what I'm saying, people pass gas and blame it on the dog. (laughs) This terrible dog. You dog, get the dog out of here. It's not the dog, it's you. It's it's not the dog. The dog's just looking. (laughs) Older people always blame their dog. It's not the dog's fault that your rear end got out of gear. Sorry, I'm going to say it just like it is. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Pastor said my rear end got out of gear. Yes, it did. Don't blame your dog. He's got nothing to do with it. Now, there are some dogs that are just like that. And you know what you do when you get the breed. Are you with me? And then, of course, you can blame the dog. But for the most part, is you. All right, move right along. How did we even get there? Okay, so <laughs> blessed is the man. Everybody say, blessed is the man or the woman that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, that does not stand in the way of sinners, that does not sit in the seat of scornful, but they're meditating day and night on the Word of God. That means the word must be coming out of your mouth. The word must be on your tongue. You can speak negatively over what's happening. Listen, I deal, we have a weekly news program. I mean, why do you think I do with humor? Because otherwise I'd just be speaking negatively over everything. So I just poke fun at everything. I mock the prophets of Baal. It's actually fun to me. It's like cathartic to me. Every Sunday morning from 7.30 to 8, I do the news. And it's twenty-eight minutes thirty seconds, and I have the greatest fun. I leave. I leave going. That was a great news program, even though the stories were like ludicrous, blaming eggs on blood clots. Ha uh, ha uh, ha uh, ha uh, uh, All righty then. No, we're going to meditate upon the Word of God. Somebody said, How could you deal? They put it back up. Put it, that was CNN. That was CNN. i right, bring it right back. Don't eat those eggs. All right. Everybody say it. Everybody say it. Meditate. Day and night night. on the Word of God. God. Did you know that's what we just did? Mic drop. We all just meditated on the Word. So, I gave you something to meditate every day if you just do that over yourself. Every single day. Watch what happens. Somebody starts saying, I tell you, we're going to fail. The price of gas went up. I mean, the inflation, I mean, deflation. My tires were deflated and I didn't have money to put the gas in the tank. Grab this out and just start reading it to them. Somebody says, I can't even go there. I made a vow. I made a vow for the blessing of heaven. I'm accepting heaven's blessing. So, what does the Bible say? You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in its season. Its leaf will not wither, and whatever you do shall prosper. That's what God says. Somebody say, Well, there will be seasons. There will be seasons of drought. For the rest of the world, there'll be fine. But for you, there'll be seasons of drought. Your teeth will fall out. Your hair will fall out. You'll get blurred vision. And that's just from the medication you're taking. <laughs> the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff with the wind, wind driveth away. The ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly will perish. So it, it, is, it is bad news to be ungodly. This year will be a horrible year for the wicked. This year is going to be a terrible, terrible year for the wicked. For the righteous, it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a blessed year. You say, why? Because you're flourishing like a palm tree. Why do you think we have so many palm trees here? Because I like palm trees. But they were here when we came. Can you say amen? Amen. The Lord gave us a place with palm trees and we've added some and we're gonna get every kind of palm. If it's a palm tree, it'll be growing on this property. You watch. This year, we're gonna have palm trees everywhere. Because the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. those palms up. Don't argue with me. I'll slap you with my branch. (laughs) You don't be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit. In a season, your, 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 your roots are spread out. Spread out your roots right where you are. Just spread them out. Spread out your roots. Look at them roots spread out. You plant it. Now, I want you to see the progression here. No one sits in the seat of mockers. You know, no, there's no righteous person that just goes and sits down with mockers. Well, how did I get there? You started to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Okay, so that's, that's the first thing. Who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Who's speaking into your life? You start... If you look at television, the way television was designed... You know, not Christian television, but the other stuff. I'm talking about the father always looks like a total lunatic. Are you with me? Hello. And then uh, this came out just a few months ago. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer said he feels that he's hurt society with his program. (laughs) Duh. No kidding. (laughs) He He feels that he's done a whole generation wrong. You know, it must be terrible to have a television, make millions of dollars off your television program, and now come to the end of your life, and you realize, I think maybe I hurt a whole generation of people because I pumped their heads full of filth. Because if there was anything bizarre, they found it to put it on TV. It was almost like Ripley's Believe It or Not. And now he says, I think I did our generation a disservice. Uh, too late, Jerry. All of that was designed to destroy the family, to destroy the father, to destroy the children, to ruin the home. there's no reason that woman even and i'm not, you know i 'm not like a person that believes a woman should be fat and pregnant in the kitchen just cooking meals I. You know, there's people that believe that kind of stuff. You know, shut up, woman. Get in the kitchen. Cook the eggs, you know. <laughs> she said, I'll give you clots. I'll give you clots. So, no, but no, I'm not, I don't believe that. And I mean, I, mean, I believe women woman can do whatever they, they want to do. But there was a time in America where there was no reason for a wife to work. She could be full-time with the kids. And in actual fact, that is a full-time job. And really... When you focus on your children and you raise them up, they, all they're going to do is, is go to the next level. Are you with me? So the whole attack was to create a situation whereby they could then have women working so they could tax more people. There's no reason that families should be destroyed. Husband and wife, it's like ships passing in the night. Working jobs kids never seeing their parents. And then the kids are being raised by other people, by the school system, which that's the worst thing ever. They know if they can get a child in seven years, they got the child, they got the child. That's why we have to protect our children. Are you with me? Somebody said it's too expensive to homeschool my kids. The expense on the other time, by the time they're 12 years old, it's too expensive on that side, you might as well just do whatever it takes to look after your children and take the time to put in your children. Don't make your family time sitting around television watching nonsense and never talking to your children. They actually want to hear from you, even though they roll their eyes and pretend they don't want to. They want to hear from you. They'd like to hear from you. They they want, if anybody they want to speak to them, it's their parents. And so you should spend as much time. Let me just say this. In this hour, spend as much time with your wife, as much time with your husband, as much time with your children. Do whatever it takes. Now, somebody said, well, boy, I've already blown that. My kid's, my kids running a whole gang." Well, then we got to pray that God turn their life around. They're going to come back to the kingdom, and the Lord's going to save them. Are you with me? So, we can't unscramble eggs, but we can sure make something out of it. We can show sure, Throw salsa on and put some cream on the top and a bit of cheese and it, it'll be okay. Play some Spanish music, it'll be great. All right, so, <laughs> hallelujah. So this is important that you grab a hold of what I'm talking about here today, because when you think about what are you spending most of the time you're meditating with, and then if it's very interesting, because your phone will always go to the same people that you sit and meditate with, and most of the time it'll take an hour, two hours, and you look at your day, and it's totally ruined. Because you look again, it's midday, and what did you do? You didn't really get anywhere because you spent time talking with other people. And when you're talking aloud, the problem, you're actually meditating. Now they're meditating. So they hang up with you. They're going to tell somebody, you won't believe what he just told me. I tell you, things are falling apart. The whole thing's collapsing. He doesn't even know how he's going to make it. I told you this yesterday morning. Under the old covenant, no priest could minister when you had depression. They, they would remove you from the pulpit. Sit down, please. Can't minister. Imagine preachers removed because they're depressed. Why? Because they put it on the people. I can't come here. We've been through many wars and battles. I never say a word. I come in here and preach the word. Somebody said, Pastor, you're always the same. I, I, I'm, it's the word that's always the same. What am I going to talk? My emotion and what I'm feeling of the day? Huh? Most people never know to what extent. They don't even know what it even took for me to even walk out on the platform, stuff flying at you at the speed of light, attacks this side, people lying about you there, whatever. Just ignore it. Put your eyes on Jesus. We're going to have a great time, and, and we, have great time. we have a great time. We have a great time. We have a joyful time because we decide to. I said we decide to. Yeah. I right, sit and have supper with the devil. Amen. Who's ever been to a meal and when you left, they said, oh, God, that was the worst meal I ever had. But it wasn't really the food. It was the people that were there. Do we have to do this? Food doesn't taste good when you're sitting around the table with the devil. the room gets dark and the flickering of the candle and the laughter that comes from the fireplace. No, sorry. (laughs) And the screams coming from the basement. Help, help. How are you going to bless if you're not blessed? How are you going to encourage if you're not encouraged? Somebody said, well, who encourages me? You have to encourage yourself in the Lord. How do you encourage yourself in the Lord? The way I'm talking to you. Who spends time driving in your car? Don't phone anybody. Just talk to yourself. The next 20 minutes, I'm going to talk to myself. Have scripture. Just, then, just start talking the scripture to yourself. By the time you park your car where you're going, you'll be getting out there. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> you'll walk out there, can't touch this. <laughs> can't touch this. You'll walk out there, I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings are looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings are looking for me. Double do double dose, double dose of the Holy Ghost. Just do that for a few minutes. Somebody said, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Yeah. Tell I'm doing awesome. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's much better than sitting on the phone for an hour and all, you're just like, look, is there a cliff anywhere here? <laughs> I can drive off. You start praying, you wish it was a Tesla that just took over and took you somewhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. That's why you, have, you meet people that are Christian counselors. Have you noticed how depressed they are? <laughs> like 17 sessions of counseling. Okay, sit over this. So what happened? Here you go. And then and, and just relive the thing. You relive everything over and over and over and over. Then suddenly the counselor finds out that there was something that you didn't know that happened to you, and, and then they tell you, and then you believe it. This took place when you were three years old. Your father locked you in a fridge. <laughs> the part of your brain got freeze right. That's why you have the. I didn't even know that pastor. I went down there, the counselor told me. They went back in my past. They told me that I was locked in a freezer. I didn't know. That's what, give an idea why I don't like cold. <laughs> If you give people access into your psyche, into your emotions, they'll find everything, anything wrong with whatever. Hello. they got manuals. Okay, so if he goes there, then he's this, and then, and then there's all this stuff. Well, they call it psychology. Huh? Psychiatry. And basically, you're a psycho. Don't go sitting in the seat of mockers. You start walking the council of Godly. That gets a hold of you, then you start standing in the way of sinners. Somebody say, Do you mean they're blocking sinners' way? No, you stand in their way. You stand where they stand. You stand where the sinners stand. And then before long, you're sitting there, in the seat of mockers. You're cynic, you're critic. Amen? And somebody said, I never was like that. I don't know what happened to me. I used to be positive one time. Even my blood changed. I was B positive, now I'm B negative. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor says, it's never happened to anybody alive. We've never seen anybody. Their blood just changed. In actual fact, when I had my blood tested, they said, you're not B, you're not A, you're just negative. <laughs> I used to work at a valet place. Every car I touched, the battery dies instantly. I lost my job. Been in the ministry. Everywhere I travel, people just shoot themselves in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, just negative, negative, depressed, angry. I meet so many angry preachers, and they're always destruction to everybody, you know. Just. It's like they breathe flames, you know. God will destroy America. There'll be nothing left. You sit there and go, okay, well, I mean, we are here. So will there be any place that he doesn't destroy us? No. Florida's going to be washed away. A tide will come in. Oh, you've been hanging out with Al Gore? Huh? A tide? Yeah. Florida will be washed away in the sea. It'll just become, it'll go underwater. This message went out in the 70s. There was a lady that preached it, and she had to move out of Florida. She went to Montana. Seriously. Oh, yeah. I ain't kidding you. Yeah, I can tell you all about it. I, I'm not going to spend time on that, but she said Florida was, the Lord showed her in a dream, Florida be wiped out and be gone. That means everything from the Georgia line down to the Keys is gone. Well, maybe there will be, but not while I'm living here. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there's people now. California will disappear and will go out. Uh, Arizona will become a beachfront property. No, this is, this is true. The prophets run around. I'm a prophet of God. Oh, really? Oh, wow. You bring great destruction, don't you? You should join Fauci. You walk in the council of ungodly, you stand in the way of sinners, and then you sit in the seat of mockers. Because you never get anywhere. So now you're upset because other people are successful. Why are they successful? Well, I thought you said judgment was coming. It looks like they're blessed. Hello? Do you know how many people are trying to curse us? The more they curse us, the more blessed we are. Amen. They, they, why? Because when God blesses you, no one can curse you. There's, there's not anyone that can curse you, your family, your children. No one can. If God's blessed you, no one can touch you. No one, no one, no one. They curse you, it'll come right back and smack them in the face. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We understand demonic activity. We understand witchcraft. I come from Africa, man. We've got real devils over there. Some of the ones here, yeah, the ones that couldn't make it overseas. So it's important who you're associating with. If you're going to have a successful business, hang around successful people that, that talk positive. then talking bankruptcy. Uh, Tuesday night, we'll be doing a special session on bankruptcy and how to deal with it. <laughs> Ain't going there. Sorry. Not interested. Remember, everything's a hard thing. What your heart is full of is what's going to come out of you. It's going to flow out of you. It will flow out of you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And when you're under pressure, that's what's going to come out of you. Now, let me just, I felt I wanted to read these three scriptures to you because it's very important that you understand when it comes to business and the the things of the kingdom of God that God hates certain things. Some said, I thought you said he loves, he does, but he hates certain things. So I'll give you Proverbs 20, Proverbs 20, and uh, let's look at verse 10. Diverse weights and diverse measures, both of them are alike an abomination of the Lord. That means false weights, false balances. So if you go, if the gas station is calibrating the gas so you're not actually getting a gallon. That's a false weight, do you understand what I'm saying? Anytime people, if you look at everything they're doing now to to pretend that prices haven't gone up, they are shrinking the sizes of certain things. So when you used to get that much, you still get in the container but it's only got that much in it. That's a false weight. So whatever we do, we wanna make sure there's truthful, there's no false weight and false balances. Although God hates that kind of stuff, and God will deal with that. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Everybody say, no false weight, no false balance. No false verse 23, Davus weights are an abomination of the Lord, and a false balance is not good. Not good. Everybody say, not good. And then Proverbs 11 and verse 1. False balance is an abomination of the Lord, but a just weight is His delight. So, what is that? That's a hot thing. A hot thing is the thing that will alter everything. A hot thing is the thing that will make an adjustment. If we just do the adjustment, we can get more money this way, the people won't really know it, and we'll just sell it that way. We'll pretend. It's fine. The car the car's in perfect shape. Meanwhile, the thing's is about to blow up. You know what I mean? How's the car? It's great. Low mileage. Meanwhile, you, you turn the mileage back. How do you expect God to bless you in what you do? So, then... There's a heart of deceit there, and a heart of deceit is not anything that God will bless continually in your life. If you're going to work and you're doing a shoddy job, or you're not putting in a good day's work, you know you're defrauding. People go to work, (laughs) I heard the story of a guy who worked at this factory, and they knew that he was stealing. They just knew he was stealing. They never knew what he was stealing, but they said, the guy's up to something, but he worked there for like 30 years, and he was good at his job. What if so? They just thought, well, hey, it's okay. Uh, You know, we don't know what he's taking, but he's taking something. And and he was working at this manufacturing factory, and they made all kinds of implements and whatever, and every night he would leave, and uh, he was always pushing a wheelbarrow. Every night he'd leave. And for 30 years, basically, every time he left, he took a wheelbarrow and pulled out of there. You know, people say, well, they, didn't, they just thought he's part of the job and what he's doing. But when you're leaving with an implement, are you with me? Hey, well, we see him every day, he's got a wheelbarrow. He made himself associated with a wheelbarrow. So he comes, leaves, you know, he's always got a wheelbarrow with him. So nobody ever questioned. But he'd been lifting wheelbarrows for years. They asked him later, said, what? we know you were taking something. Tell us that you'll be totally immune. There won't be any problem. What, what did you haul out of here? He said, wheelbarrows. And they put if you see him anytime, he's pushing a wheelbarrow. You know? So people help them, people have what you call Help Yourself Ministries International. You know, the, the most common thing taken from a church is Bibles. The biggest thing ever stolen from a church is Bibles. And I often wonder, how do people even read it when they stole it? Like, you open your Bible. Let him that steals, steal no more. <laughs> how do you steal a Bible and read it? We've called people in the pavilion stealing Bibles. Not nobody here now. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Well, Pastor Rodney gives them anyway. So why can't I just get one? I'll just... Help myself. That's why America needs revival. Yes. And pe- America needs a heart change because of the false weights and balances. That starts from the government. It's in all the schools. It's in everything. It's in our military. It's in our medical, uh, whatever. I mean, you can't trust anything. You can't trust the numbers. Are you with me? Blood pressure numbers were lowered to push people on medicine. Cholesterol numbers used to be higher. They lowered it so they could put you on statin drugs. Everything's been altered. It's all about money. It's about money. And I can carry on talking about this. We don't have time here for it this morning, but it's a false weight balance. That's why we talk this whole week, if you're going to have something that God's going to bless, then it must be true, and it must be honest. Are you with me? Do not do anything, and don't take any shortcuts, and don't pretend, and don't lie about anything. Let it be true, let it be honest, let it be pure, and that's what God blesses. God will bless those that are honest, that are pure, and that are true. And this, this will be the most blessed place on the planet of people that are walking honestly before God with a pure heart before God with no ulterior motive whatsoever other than to please the Lord. Can you say amen? And you'll never be upset because somebody else is getting blessed and you look like you're not getting blessed because there's enough blessing to go around to bless everybody. God can bless every single person in this room and your blessing will still come to you. God has no shortage of supply. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God. What we're going to focus on this week, especially in the night services, is that on people that will allow God to do a work in their life, that whatever is the hindrance, that has hindered you is going to be burnt out by the fire of God. <clears throat> and that you're not going to be hindered anymore. You will not be hindered anymore by those things. Somebody said, but I was trained that way. That's the way I was raised. I was told to do that. Well, I don't care how you were trained. I don't care how you were raised. God is going to erase all of that. God, by his fire, is going to burn on the inside of you and do work in you. And then there will be a a, a new governor on the inside. You know what a governor is? It regulates the speed. They do that on golf carts. You can't take it over the speed. It just keeps it there. There'll be a governor on the inside of you. That the moment people pull you a certain way or you feel, you know, hey, we could do this, it immediately checks you right there. Say, I can't do that. I cannot do that. I won't do that. You heard from the great Grand Chief Matthew Kuhn come. Offered 32 million dollars if he just do something for a mining company, and he didn't even he didn't even he didn't even flinch. He said absolutely not. And that was 32 million for himself personally and his family. But he said no. And now the Lord's gone on to bless him hugely because he would not compromise. Are you with me? We've seen people start off in the blessing of God and then things start going wrong and then they change from what was the blessing now to manipulation and fighting everybody and and, and undermining other people and they they, are going to stop him. He can't succeed. If If he succeeds, then it's going to hurt my success when really there's enough to go around. We can bless everybody and everybody can be blessed at the same time. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Our church is a blessing to this city. We can't house everybody. Even if we packed the pavilion and packed this place, if we packed, you know, if we jammed 3,000 people in here and we jammed 12,000 people out there, we still can't reach the whole city. Even if there were 15,000 people here on a Sunday morning, picture a pavilion full, this thing full. Now we got no room. We stole. What have we got? 15,000 people. How many people in the city? In the whole Tampa, St. Pete, Clean 2.7 million people. Come on. There's enough to go around to fill every church. Yeah. So God hates false weights and balances, double standards. He doesn't like cheating, he doesn't like robbing, and he doesn't like stealing. That's why God's not happy with the government. (laughs) That's what the government does, is lie, cheat, and steal. The government... Anyway, leave that alone. All right. Hebrews 13 and verse 5, let your conversation be without covetousness because he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So... If your conversation with covers you covered what another person has, it's because you feel like you'll never have and God will leave you. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 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 I'm with you. I'm on your side. You're my child. I love you. And we're going to see things happen together. There's an enemy out there, but he's defeated. He's under your feet. Great is he that's in you than he that is in the world. So if you're gonna walk at the blessing of God continually, which I believe and I speak it over every one of your lives, that this year will not be a year of hiccups, up and down, whatever. This year is gonna be a year of constant moving up, moving in the glory of God from glory unto glory of the blessing of heaven come upon your life. It doesn't matter what's happening out there. This is what heaven says. This is what the word of God declares over your life today, that you will be like a tree. Every single one of you is going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and you're going to bring forth fruit in its season. Your leaf will not wither. Whatever you do will prosper. That's it. That's it. This is not negotiable. It's not negotiable. It is the Word of God. Everything else is a lie. Can you say amen? Hallelujah but it starts with the heart. So I want everybody to just bow your heads across this room. You that are watching my television. And I'm going to give an invitation right now. If you fit in any one of these categories, I want to invite you today to surrender your life afresh. Maybe you came here today. You've never given your life to Jesus. You say, Pastor, if I died today, I don't even know where I'd spend eternity. I want to know there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You don't have to go to devil's hell because 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross, the price was paid, the blood was shed, and just like that old song said, there is a fountain filled with blood. Drawn from Emmanuel's veins as sinners plunge beneath their flood. Lose all their guilty stain. Today, the power of sin will be broken. The power of guilt and shame will be removed from your life. You might have come one way, but you'll leave another way. Today, Jesus is standing with arms right open. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Today is the day of rest that he will give unto you if you'll surrender your life to him and say, yes, Lord. Maybe you watch him by way of television. Or you're here in this building today. And you say, Pastor, I gave my life to the Lord in days gone by. But I've grown cold. I've grown cold. I've allowed false weights and balances to come in. I started pushing the, the limits. I, 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 I got around the wrong people. I started to, you know, walk. And the council are ungodly. I should never have done it. I started standing in the way of sinners. I ended up sitting in the seat of mockers. But today... I'm making a change. Today, I'm leaving the seat of mockers. Today, today, or maybe you didn't get that far, but you walk in the counsel of ungodly, or you stand in the way of sin is just say, whatever I'm doing, I've been walking, standing, and sitting in the wrong place. But today, I'm making a stand for the Lord, and I'm surrendering my life afresh to him today. Maybe it's something hidden that no one can see. Pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, anger, lust, the hidden things, but you say, I want it out. I want it gone from my life. The Lord loves you, and he's got great plans for your life if you surrender to him today. Maybe something outward that it all can see, and you say, well, what's the use? Everybody knows what I've done. That might be the case, but God's a God of a new beginning and a fresh start, a new day for you today. Will you say, yes, Lord Jesus? Maybe you're here, you're watching in your homes. You say, Pastor, a storm came against my life. You know, 2020 was upheaval. 21, 22, 20, these have been upheaval times. You say a sudden divorce, a bankruptcy, the loss of a loved one, a sudden illness, the betrayal of a close friend, the loss of a job. Something happened that shook my world. But today I want to come back. Will you surrender to him? Will you say, yes, Lord? He loves you. He loves you. And then lastly, if you're watching or you hear today and you say, Pastor, I love the Lord, but I don't have the assurance. I'd like to know that I know that I know that I know that I'm a child of God, and I don't have that assurance, but I want to know today. If this is you and you fit into any one of these categories, I want to pray with you for you right now, right where you are. Put your hand up right now. Say, pray for me. And say, yes, Lord. Up at the balcony, God bless you. On the north balcony, thank you. In the west balcony, just slip your hand up. In the south balcony, raise your hand. On the main floor, just slip your hand up and say, yes, Lord. I see your hands. I see your hands. Just slip it up high and say, yes, 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 yes. Today's my day of freedom and liberty and joy. And I'm leaving this place changed today. Not by the hand of man, but by the hand of the Lord. You may put your hands down. I want you to look at me, please. On this section over here and right up into the north balcony, if you didn't raise your hand, but you want to be included in the prayer, we're going to pray right now. Quickly, put that hand up and say, include me. Anybody else? Just slip it up high and say, yes. Yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. Thank you. This middle section and up into the west balcony, you didn't raise your hand, but want to be included. Slip it up high and say, yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. This section here in the South Balcony, you didn't raise your hand, but want to be included, put your hand up. I've seen your hand already. Anybody else? Another hand back there. I want every person that raised your hand to stand right now, if you would please. Stand to your feet all across the place. I want you to bring your personal belongings. Come. The ushers will show you how to come down from the balcony. Come from the main floor. Come stand right here. We're going to pray a prayer together. Come. Today is your day of freedom and liberty. Come, come. There's others, God speaking to right now. Quickly get up from where you are and make a decision. Today is your day of freedom. Come. He calls you. He calls you. He calls you. He calls you. To follow Jesus. I have decided. We'll wait for you. Come. To Jesus. We'll wait for you. Come. To follow, Jesus. to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. No turning back. Behind me, no turning back, no turning back. Oh, wonderful, Jesus. Just we wait, we wait. Come, come, come. Bring them around, guys. Bring them around. Come Put them right here. Put them right here. Mm -hmm. I want you to look at me, if you would. We're going to pray one prayer, one prayer for all of you that are watching by television. We're going to pray a prayer together. If you've been busy with God, God means busy with you. And today is your day. I want you to close your eyes and raise your right hand to heaven. You in your homes, do this right now. Pray this often. me. say, Father, I come to you in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Lord, you said in your word, if I confess with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior, that if I did that, I would be saved. So, Father, right now, I confess Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart right now. Take out the stony heart. Put in the heart of flesh. Wash me. Cleanse me. Change me. Fill me. Use me. Let me never be the same again. I turn my back on the world and I turn my back on sin and I follow you Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me thank you for shedding your blood for me thank you that on the third day you rose for me and thank you that you're coming back again for me from this day on I'll never be the same again I confess Jesus Christ has come into flesh he is my Lord and my Savior. And right now by faith in the finished work of the cross and by the shed blood of Jesus, I am saved. Thank you, Lord, for saving me now. Now lift both hands and just thank him right now. Let me pray over you. Father, I pray that you'll seal them now by your blood and by your spirit, that on that day not one will be missing. Raise them up to be mighty men and women of God and use them to impact this generation. We pray in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Now lift your hands and just thank him, just thank him, just thank him. Your sins are forgiven you now, right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Go sin no more, go sin no more. Thank you, Lord, amen. Praise God. This program has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International in Tampa, Florida. For more information on the ministry of Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard-Brown or for additional resources, visit revival.com.